Hello, hello and welcome to an added time episode of the Full Time Whistle. We haven't had one for a little while, so it's good to be back with another little extra show for everybody. Now, there's a big conversation happening at the time of recording with a certain Erling Haaland joining Manchester City. It seems all but confirmed, if we're looking on Twitter, just at the time of recording, um, Manchester City have actually announced that there's an agreement in principle with Borussia Dortmund for Haaland to be joining at the start of July. I'm joined today by Tom Young, who is uh, Varvel's Man City editor. Um, firstly, Tom, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing better for finally having the announcement from, from the horse's mouth that Haaland's done. I think the last 24 hours have been have been hectic with it. It's We've kind of known it's done, but it's now done, which is massive. Um, and yeah, very exciting, very exciting signing for City. I believe it to be sort of the biggest signing that City have made since since Sheikh Mansour took over the club in terms of maybe not the best player we've signed in terms of when they finished the career at City, but as far as a, a Galactico signing goes, this is this is massive for City. This is the first time I think maybe since Rubinho, when we signed Rubinho the day that that um that we got took over. I think it's it's the biggest signing that City have made and it's a real sort of statement signing for the club showing where we are as a club now as opposed to where we've been. Yeah, I think I can kind of agree with that. I struggle to think of a more of a kind of statement signing or more of a kind of a player who's fitted in. Oh, sorry about that. Don't know what just happened. Um, a player who fitted in to that kind of category of kind of being a young one of the best young players in the world. I don't think that's really happened um, from from a perspective from from me kind of thinking back and with a player like Haaland that is going to sort of transform Manchester City into a slightly new dimension I would have thought um, I think you've kind of obviously shared your thoughts there really on the actual deal itself but in terms of in terms of kind of necessity do you think this is a deal that Man City needed to make obviously there's been this kind of ongoing conversation of there isn't a kind of tall uh, strong kind of personality up top. You've, you, they're quite a small kind of lightweight team, maybe um, in attack, but it obviously hasn't really been an issue for Manchester City this season. Do you think this is a signing that the club need, or do you think it's more of a statement, more of a kind of opportunistic thing? Because obviously he's only gone for a, a small fee compared to what you'd expect. I think it's an element of both. I think the opportunity to sign Haaland is one that the club couldn't turn down when it when he became available. I think he doesn't really fit the mantra of a Pep Guardiola striker. He doesn't really fit that mould of of what you'd expect traditionally from what from what Guardiola wants. He's by no means a finished product yet. He's still gonna he's still got a lot of work in, to become a, a Guardiola striker as well. He's a great goal scorer, but he's also he's very sort of He's uh, he's he's rough around the edges, Harland. He's he's sort of he's he's a big powerhouse forward. He'll get in and he'll score goals, but to to adapt into Pep's system is going to be difficult. I think he is, Bar maybe and Bappe sort of. They're the two young strikers that 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 are expected to sort of take over the the reins from Messi and Ronaldo going forward and what have you. And I think the opportunity to get him at the price we did, we couldn't say no to. Obviously, he's, he's ties with the club. The fact his dad played for City and captain City. He's, he's a boiled City fan and what have you. They're all, they're all great and it makes for a nice story. But the the basic the basis of it is is that Erling Haaland is a fantastic striker, one that, that Pep Guardiola is obviously very excited to bring to City. One who, like we say, the, the ins and outs of the deal 
we don't know. Obviously, it, 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 it'll go significantly higher than what we paid for him in the release clause. However, Haaland is, is an investment as much as anything else. I think maybe, well, obviously, we're heavily linked with Harry Kane last year. Would Harry Kane have fit in sort of short-term better? Probably Harry Kane was probably more of a Guardiola striker in his ability to drop deep and hold up the ball. But in Erling Haaland, we've got a player who Pep can mould into, uh, for me, the best the best player in the world, let alone the best striker he's got. He's got everything he needs to turn into an absolute superstar. And and then I think he's it, it's understood that he'll sign until 2027. Whether or not he stays for that whole time, we don't know. If he doesn't, we know that we've got a player that, provided he stays fit, is a player we'll make money on as well. So we're signing him for £63 million or whatever the release clause is. We don't know the finer details. But with Haaland, if we keep him fit, he, he stays for two or three years, wins us a couple of trophies, that Champions League that evades us, and then we sell him to Real Madrid for £250, £300 million. Then who says no? You know what I mean? So everything about the deal made sense. I think it was one, it's rare that you get an opportunity like this to sign a player like Erling Haaland at the price that we've got him for. And one, in a position that, like you say, we don't traditionally play with a big striker. Guardiola traditionally hasn't played with big strikers. But Haaland is is different. I think he's he's ready at the age he is and his ability to mould him into what Guardiola wants. I think everything ticked all the boxes. But I do think it might, it might take time for him to get going. I'm expecting him to do well. I think he will be a superstar. But he might not. I probably I say this, he'll probably go on and hit the ground running just fine. But if he doesn't hit the ground running, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it may take a little bit of time. But all eyes are going to be on him. People will be wanting him to fail. People will be hoping he fails away from City. Obviously, people, the, the way in which rival rivalries work, people want these big signings to fail for their rival clubs. But I think Haaland, his mentality, his ability, I think he's got everything he needs to be a success at City. And I think he, I think he will be a success at City as well. Yeah, I think I think you're right in saying obviously that Pep hasn't really worked as often with your kind of taller strikers, but I think there is a bit of a kind of cliche of the of the t- taller striker being a specific type of striker, um, being you know a target man, not being as mobile, and Haaland isn't a player really that fits into that mould at all. And obviously, I think another thing that you kind of touched on is is Pep being able to mould him. I think. People kind of undervalue Pep's ability to to mould younger players and to kind of um, you know be able to be able to change a player to sort of suit a system. We've seen that happen multiple times. Obviously, we've seen players um, deputising kind of more set, as a central striker this season who are usually are wingers. We've seen like Bernardo Silva's position move. We've seen Cancelo change position. We've seen all, all manner of different kind of changes. Um, in that Manchester City team. And also, he's, play, he's played with the odd kind of bigger physical striker at, at Bayern Munich and, um, and at Barca as well, probably, is what you'd say. Um, in, in terms of Man City's kind of prospects, if Haaland does hit the ground running or, or, or does give you kind of 15, 20 goals next season, because I think, regardless of how good he is, the, the goals will still probably be split quite a bit amongst the, the squad. Do, do you think... Um, do you think that this is an opportunity for Manchester City to, you know, bridge that gap a little bit further, kind of progress past Liverpool in in, in a stronger way, and also start um, looking at, at, at the Champions League, uh, a Champions League victory in the next kind of two or three years? Yeah, I think we we've got to at this point. It is now the Champions League has to come with with Haaland in. I, 
I've got no doubts in my mind that one of the main sort of stipulations in, in Haaland's sort of contract and his bonuses in what we'll take him. As far as I'm aware, he's earning similar to De Bruyne. Um, but I think he'll have a big, hefty Champions League bonus in that contract. So I'm sure all the big names at City do. Because as much as maybe the City fans would tell you that they prefer the Premier League to Champions League, and I'd, I'd stick by that as well. I prefer the Champions League, the Premier League to Champions League, sorry. But there's no secret that City need to win that trophy. For, for Guardiola to go down, I think he already goes down as City's greatest manager. And I think no matter what happens now, that won't change. But add the Champions League in and, and it takes him to a different stratosphere. So, yeah. With what Haaland does is he gives us that that thing that, that element that we missed. As you've said, we played with sort of Bernardo's played the nine this year, uh, Jesus, Foden, Sterling, De Bruyne. We've had so many players do it, and and for the la- for large parts, we've been successful in in winning more than we've lost. Obviously, we're sitting in a nice position in the league at the minute, but there has been games. You look at sort of Palace away nil nil. We do everything but score. Um, we, we, we've had we've had games and sort of that Champions League tie against Real Madrid with a striker on the pitch. We probably kill that in the first leg, and we're in, we're in the final. So, Haaland is. I don't think Haaland plays every single game next year. I think I think he it will still be a case of rotation. He'll play more than than he'll miss for sure, so long as he's fit. But I think I don't expect him to come in and, and sort of play every single minute of every single game because I do still think the way that Guardiola plays football, there will be games where I look at it and go, well, you know what. A deeper lying nine like Bernardo Silva works better for this game than Haaland. And I don't think Haaland will have been told by City you will play every game either. But I also don't think that's the worst thing. His injury record's not great. It's not the worst in the world by any stretch. But he has spent time out at Dortmund. And what we what we don't want to do is run the run the risk of sort of blowing him out. And because the Premier League is or sort of English football in general is as high intensity as they come in terms of You've got, particularly with teams like City and Liverpool, who go deep in these competitions. You're playing three games a week uh, from sort of November all the way through to May if you if you stay in all these competitions. So what does also help is the fact that Norway haven't qualified for the World Cup. So he'll have that that extended spell in the winter where yeah. he'll be able to stay at, at City or, or what have you and just work on his game and work on sort of evolving his game to, to fit Guardiola. But... Yeah, I've gone on a bit of a tangent. To go back to your initial question, Champions League, 100%. It's a must to win the Champions League now. We now have no... We've not really had any excuses anyway. We should have won the Champions League by now. We won't We won't beat around the bush. Some of the some of the losses have, have been have been disappointing and have been far from what you expect from with the squad that we've got and the manager that we've got. But with, with Erling Haaland added into that team, City have to win the Champions League over the course of his time at City now. And I think, Guard, I wouldn't be surprised if Guardiola sort of signs his extension in the in the coming sort of days and weeks. Maybe once the season's done, there's no way Guardiola gives up this side now. With with Foden, Haaland and everyone else, Grealish, everyone that we've got coming into their prime, I think Guardiola will will be signing that contract extension very, very soon. Yeah, I think just quickly, um obviously I know you mentioned Grealish there and he obviously had a hundred million pound price tag which a lot of people are saying that he's flopped, which I think is a bit dramatic. Um, do you think that the pressure will be off Haaland slightly because of that? Or do you think it's just it's still going to be intense because of the status that he's got? I think that a lot of pressure on. Um, I think there'll be a lot of pressure on Manchester City next year even more than there is, in, than there is at the minute. But, I think, like I said earlier, people 
rival fans, fans of, of sort of Liverpool, United, Chelsea, the teams that are in and around City will be wanting Haaland to fail because people, it's just the way it is. It, it, it's a naturalistic nature of football. You don't want your rivals to do well. And if you can get any sort of upper hand in, in those players underperforming, they will. But as I also said, I think Haaland's mentality is incredible. I think Haaland, you, you, I watch him and I look at him and I listen to him speak and he sounds like he knows how good he is and he knows how good he's capable of being. Um, I like the fact that he sort of, it's no secret that he wants to play for Real Madrid in his career, but also at the minute, the footballing project that appealed to him more, as well as the fact that he had money. We won't, we won't shy away from the fact that we've not just signed him because we're a good project. We also have the money to fund the transfer and pay him what he wants to be paid. But Haaland wants to come to City. I have every faith that Haaland wants to come to City because he wants to be the man who wins City the first Champions League. Or he wants to be the man who who sort of is part of this team that now is set to go on and 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 really dominate English football for the next couple of years. Whether or not that happens, who knows? But you look at City's team on paper, they've added the one missing piece, arguably the missing piece, in a world-class striker. They've got, for me, still the best manager in world football. Everything is there now for City to go on and, and absolutely dominate football for the next couple of years. And I think Haaland wants to be part of that. If he, will there be pressure on him? 100%. People will be expecting instantly. He'll be the favourite for me to be the top scorer in the Prem next year. Probably be the favourite to be the top scorer in the Champions League. Everything, all eyes now turn to Haaland. But I think, I think he's got the mindset and the mentality and the ability to be able to, to sort of crush those doubts right from the get-go and, and really establish himself as sort of the best striker in world football. Yeah, I think what one kind of like final sort of question I was going to ask from you. Obviously, you mentioned there about Haaland probably being expected to be the top goal scorer in the in, in the Prem or or right up there. Realistically, what what are your sort of predictions? Obviously, you've touched on the fact that you don't think it will necessarily be a guaranteed starter week in week out because obviously um, Pep's kind of renowned for rotating his his team. You know, he's a nightmare for kind of fantasy football. Um, fans due to the fact that you know you'll put De Bruyne in and then he won't play or you'll put Grealish or Sterling or Foden and then uh, the team's rotated so much because they have that much um, talent at their disposal do you think do, do you think Haaland will be hitting sort of 20 plus goals or what are your kind of realistic goal um, predictions for for Haaland for next season yeah see I think I think Haaland's a guarantee for the big games I think Haaland when you play in your likes of Liverpool's sort of like your Real Madrid in the Champions League and you know that you're going to get limited chances and you need goals. Haaland plays in those games without a doubt. I don't think he plays every minute of every game. He's not going to play in sort of the third round of the Carabao Cup against Fulham or whoever. But I think realistically, you've got to be expecting that, that he scores at least sort of 15 goals in the Premier League. Um, and then, as I say, as for the other competitions, how many he'll score on, a, on, on the whole front? It depends how much he's played. I think he starts every Champions League game and he starts all the big Premier League games without a doubt. So I think if we get sort of 15, 20 goals out of him in all competitions next season, I think that's a nice return for sort of the first season. But I also think he's got the ability, maybe not next season, but the season after that when he's had a year under Pep and he's bedded in with the team, he's got the ability to be a 30, 40 goal a season striker consistently. His ability as a footballer is incredible. He is, he's kind of, he's a bit of a freak. Like, he's massive. Mm. He looks terrifying when he runs at defenders. He's, he's just, it's incredible. He's got everything. Like, if you could build a perfect striker, if you could take every element that you want 
for a forward. He's got the physical presence. He's got sort of the ability to finish. He's really quick for his size, which is a bit odd. Like, he's got everything that you need from him. It's just moulding this this perfect prototype that Pep's now got at his disposal and moulding him into a perfect Pep player, which I do think will happen, just is how long it takes. So, if you ask me now, would I take 15 goals? Oh, well, would I take 15 goals from Haaland next season? I'd bite your hand off at it. But then further down the line, we've got to be expecting sort of 25, 30 goals a season from him consistently um, once. And De Bruyne as well. De Bruyne will be so happy because the amount of the amount of chances he creates on a weekly mm. basis, if he has Haaland in front of him, oh, gosh, I think I wouldn't be surprised now if on the basis of Haaland signing, De Bruyne wins the Ballon d'Or next year. Because I think De Bruyne's game goes up a level okay. with, with a Haaland in front of him. So, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably a bold, probably an optimistic take. I'll look back at this podcast in twelve months' time, and it'll all have gone wrong. But yeah, I think De, what Harland does, like I say, not even just to Brian with the likes of Ford, with the like likes of Grealish. I think Grealish. You, you mentioned it briefly. He's been dubbed a flop, and this that, and the other. Grealish. I don't think Grealish was initially, was initially signed to be a winger. I think he was signed to replace Bernardo Silva, who we thought was going to leave. Didn't end up leaving. Played really well. Grealish has ended up out on the wing. But we've not had... I don't think Grealish has been that bad. His stats aren't great, but when you actually watch what he does for sitting the way that he plays, he's a very effective player and he's, he's done well for, for the majority of games that he's played. Put Haaland in the middle of, of the box and, and he, he, he should flourish. And Raheem Sterling as well. He's been a little bit quiet over the last couple of years, but he was in his pump when he had Aguero in the box start scoring 20 goals a year. These players will, will feed off the fact that they've now got a recognised world-class striker in the middle of the pitch. And everyone is, will now be aware, if I can get to the byline and cut it back, Haaland should be there or thereabouts. And that, that's what having having a striker of the ability of Erling Haaland would do. And it builds a confidence for everyone around him, like I say. We, we should, if we keep him fit and if he hits the ground running, there's no reason why City can't absolutely storm the league and the Champions League next year. Yeah, to, to be honest, uh, as a neutral I would probably agree with that. I think it's a great signing all round. I think they've they've done very well to kind of make the most of that opportunity to to get him for uh, the price that they have done. And obviously, coming to his his father's former club, it's kind of it's kind of a perfect move, really, in a lot of different ways. Um, whether he's needed, you know, that's down to opinion. But he's definitely not going to be like it. You know, it, he's still a welcome addition, whether he's needed or or whether he isn't. Um, anyway, I think that's been an, an absolutely amazing insight there from you, uh, Tom. Is there anywhere specifically that you want to kind of direct people to? Any of the listeners? Um, I know, obviously, you do work with Varvel and a few other little bits. Is there anywhere yeah, you um, want people to go? Not, not so much. Um, yeah, I do. I do my bits for Varvel. Um, I do some sports writing for a company called Real Sport as well, Real Sport 101. So I'm, I'm on there for sort of written stuff. I do a few podcasts here and there, a little bit of video content as well. Like I say, I'm I'm sort of floating about a few places. So just, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Tom Young SJ on Twitter. If you want to drop me a follow on there, I've got everything that I do I put out on there. So, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been it's been a pleasure. It's uh, Timings fell perfectly as well. We agreed to this yeah. chat prior to Harlem being confirmed. Not that many people will believe that. So, yeah, That's true. Great. It's, been, uh, it's been good fun. And like I say, yeah. Tom Young SJ on Twitter, if you want to see uh, any of my work or you want to follow me for any any more City-related tweets, it's 99% City on there. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the place to be. 
Perfect. Yeah, we'll definitely leave um, any links kind of down in the description and everything as well. So uh, cheers again, Tom. And thanks to everybody for listening as well. We'll see you again soon.